Welcome to the Word Podcast. The Lord God has given us His Word. Let us learn it. Let us live it. Let us rejoice in it. Spread the Word. Blessings, everyone. This is Dale. Thank you so much for joining with me on the Word Podcast. Uh, This is actually the 120th episode of these things, so we've been going about four months now. Uh, having one about every day, I believe, is what we've been shooting for. So I thank you for your faithfulness. Uh, you can always go back and listen to any of the previous ones. I try to label them to some degree where you see what's going on. Not always successfully, but I try to do it. And so uh, I'm going to start bringing a couple things to conclusion here, uh, either today or the next episode or two. We have been looking at what uh, uh, Jesus' response was to some questions that were asked of him beginning of Matthew 24. Uh, four of the disciples said, when will these things occur? And what will be the sign of your coming again and of the end of the age? And uh, relatively simple questions, but Jesus himself spent two chapters, Matthew 24 and Matthew 25, in explaining these things. Okay, get into the detail. As a matter of fact, let me share with you the next couple of things that Matthew says. Because you get the end of Matthew 25, and it's the end of the red letters if you got a red letter edition, right? But Matthew 26, verse 1 says this. When Jesus had finished all these words, so when Jesus had finished answering all those questions, when he had said all this stuff to him, he said to his disciples in verse 2, You know that after two days the Passover is coming, and the Son of Man is to be handed over for crucifixion. And, and then you start going into the, the whole thing of the last couple of days of Jesus' life. And it's interesting that he says, you know. They know that Passover is coming up in a couple of days. Okay, that's what he's saying. But they also know that the Son of Man, and that's how he described himself. So by this time, they knew he was saying it was him, that he was going to be crucified. When you look at all the Gospels, you see that Jesus said that several times. He told them well in advance what was going to be happening. And now he's saying it forthright. You know that this is what is going to occur to me. And so when you sort of reflect back on this, you realize that Jesus, in talking about the things that were happening in the last days, he was explaining this in his last days here on earth. So what I'd like to do is I'd just like for us to think through some things here, just reason through what we've seen to this point in time, and actually some things that we have not examined yet, okay? And we may look at these uh, at another time or another place. I, I really haven't quite decided yet. But in relationship uh, to the questions that Jesus asked, we saw some things. We had to go to Matthew 24, 25, Luke 21, Mark 13 to, to see what all was said in the Gospels. And then we examined Daniel chapter 9, particularly the uh, last four verses of it, uh, where uh, Daniel received prophetic insight from an angel as to what was going to occur, uh, particularly in relationship to the um, uh, desecration of what was going to happen uh, in, in the temple. <clears throat> then we went to um, yeah Revelation, and then we went to First and Second Thessalonians, and we did not even go to uh, any of the major or minor prophets, all of which give tremendous insight into these last days. So here's what we found: according to Daniel nine, where Jesus, uh, where Daniel is talking about the abomination of desolation, which Jesus talks about in Matthew twenty four fifteen. We see that there's going to be a 70, 70, 70 periods of seven years. Okay? 70 periods of seven years. And so when you study it, when you look at it, you find out that 69 of those periods 
were fulfilled when the Lord Jesus Christ came. And Daniel 9 actually shows us how that is structured and how it's laid out and tells us that the Messiah will be cut off. He'll be cut off. And what that shows us is that there's going to be um, at least, uh, uh, hang on a second, somebody just sent me a text, <laughs> that there's another seven-year time period, okay? Another seven-year time period, which is yet to occur, okay? Which is yet to occur. And uh, that's called the 70th week of Daniel, okay? The 70th week of Daniel. A lot of times people will call it the tribulation period. They'll call it the great tribulation. They call it all this. Well, those are all terms, but they're incorrect. The great tribulation is, okay, it is a, a time period, but it occurs within the 70th week of Daniel. So here's what's going to happen. You have this 70th week of Daniel. It's a seven-year time period, and it has yet to occur. It's going to start when the man of lawlessness, the Antichrist, signs some type of treaty or affirms some type of treaty. The bottom line is that all the world is going to be amazed, okay? They're going to think that uh, peace has finally come, that man has finally attained to that which they uh, said they would do, okay? That everything would be great, everything would be wonderful now. We have uh, reached that type of society that we'd always dreamed about, okay? When nothing could be further from the truth. So all the world's going to be going peace, peace, but there literally is going to be no peace. This actually aligns with what we looked at in our Revelation with the opening of the seals. We only looked at a couple of the seals, but with the opening of the first seal, you have false Christ. And that's what this Antichrist, this individual is. He comes across as a false Messiah. But then you're going to have wars and you'll have rumors of wars and you're going to have famine. That's the opening of the second seal, the opening of the third seal. And Jesus warned us about all these things. In Matthew 24, first thing he said, was, see to it that no one deceive you. Remember that? And then he says, there's going to be wars and there's going to be rumors of wars. And he says, there's going to be famines. But then he said this, he said, these are only the beginning of birth pangs. Okay, it's just the beginning. So the first half of that seven-year time period, okay, the first half, the first three and a half years is when these various things occur, and these seals are literally being opened within the heavens. Halfway through that seven-year time period, at the midpoint, is when the Antichrist is revealed, is when the Antichrist comes and executes what we call the abomination of desolation. You see that in Daniel 9. You see it in Matthew 24. Uh, you see that Antichrist being revealed in Revelation 13 and 2, Corinthians, uh, 2 Thessalonians 2. Uh, we've looked at <clears throat> that passage. And here's what's going to happen. He's going to walk in and he's going to stop the Jews from sacrificing. Well, that means that the Jews will be sacrificing. Okay, Right now they don't sacrifice. And the reason they don't sacrifice, they say, well, we don't have a temple. Well, that's true. So that's the reason that some people come back and believe that the Jews uh, will have to build a temple. I don't think they'll necessarily have to build a temple because they could sacrifice using a mosaic tabernacle. Okay, In other words, what God told Moses to build. God never told David to build a temple. 
David wanted to build a temple, and God said, okay, uh, I will allow it, but I won't let you build it because you are a man of war. I'll let your son build it. So David collected all the material, and Solomon built the temple. But they could actually start sacrificing in just a matter of days with a mosaic tabernacle. But more than likely, there will be something that goes along with the temple. It wouldn't surprise me if part of the uh, deal that the man of lawlessness cuts at the beginning of this time with the peace treaty would be that the Jews could uh, start sacrificing again and they could build a temple. Either way, whatever happens there, at the midpoint of that seven-year period, this man of lawlessness is going to walk in there and he's going to declare himself to be God. Okay, He's going to declare himself to be God and he's going to stop those sacrifices. At that same time, you have the arrival of the two witnesses. We haven't even talked about that. You see them over in Revelation. These two witnesses come along, and they start testifying, start saying things about what is going on and what God is doing. i tell you what, I'm going to have to stop right there because my time's about up. I'll pick it up the next time, but realize this, that the false Christ, the wars, the famines, of the f opening the first three seals, that's just the beginning of birth pangs. When that man of lawlessness comes, and when he stops that, sacrifice that the Jews are doing, he then initiates this. He starts attacking the Jews and Israel, and he starts attacking the true believers, the true body of Christ, the true church, not the fake church, the true church. That is the beginning of the Great Tribulation. Again, I'm Dale. I thank you for being with me, and I'll see you again next time. Goodbye.